Liam. Yes. Hello, it's me, Hello. Liam. Yes. Hi. I can hear you. Can you, you hear me, Liam? Those? Oh, fuck. So I've yes, already refreshed the fucking... You like this? Do you want me to just continue to put oh my, my mustache on the mic? Is that is that doing it for you? All right. Yes. Um, Liam, are you the there? Microphone. Can you hear us, Liam? Feel like I'm at a mega church preaching, uh, just looking yes. at notes on my phone. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, let's that's just how put, you just do put it. Your, yeah, yeah. Put the mustache on the microphone. The big, big Mario mustache. <laughs> Praise put the Lord. opening in your mouth. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. Um, okay. Welcome to a special episode of Well, There's Your Problem, a podcast about engineering disasters with slides. Except today we don't have slides because we're doing a special episode. It's a very uh, special Christmas episode. That yes. festival that two thirds of our podcast do not celebrate. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm I, I just say, Raznak, been, I'm the person who's talking. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead, sorry. I'm just <laughs> Raznak, I'm the per- Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Our I'm Lord and Savior who was born on Christmas Day. Uh, <laughs> wrong. Wrong. All wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm Justin Raznak, I'm the person who's talking right now, my pronouns are he and him. Okay, go. Uh, you're already listening to our 50th uh, exceptional, very special, holly jolly Christmas episode. You know who we are. My name is Alice Caldwell Kelly. My pronouns are she and her. Uh, I don't have a mic stand, so I'm recording this from an <laughs> undisclosed location. Uh, and I'm doing this like a mega church pastor. I'm holding a very heavy microphone. I'm just looking down a lot. And my name is Liam Anderson. My Liam, can you answer some questions about why you used your uh, like charity money to buy a Learjet? Uh, no, I can't answer that question. All things are first of all, all things are possible through Christ. (laughs) Jot that down. I uh, I will not be. Uh, God is good. Uh, the God, God I don't w- believe in uh, is good. <laughs> well, there, well, there's your problem. Really, does need a Gulf Stream. We could do so much more efficient podcasts if we had a Gulf Stream. Give us I, money to buy a Gulf Stream. Maybe yeah, a private railroad car. Then we can be our own episode of our own podcast when inevitably right. one of us gets drunk and opens up an air hold, and that's it for this dumb dumb podcast. <laughs> we would actually need two private rail cars because we'd need one that fits on United States trains and one that fits on British trains. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, I have standard gauges when you could be an asshole instead. That's right. So t- today what we're doing is we're going to cultivate some parasocial relationships by answering your questions which you submitted through CuriousCat.me, the social media network where teenagers and young adults go to have uh, anonymous abuse hurled at them by their peers so they can find excuses to self-harm. <laughs> and um, now it's out there. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. And we're cancelled. We made it to 50 and we're cancelled. <laughs> yep. I'm you, literally you know full literally. well that is what, the only thing this platform is used for except for yeah, this I know. This I know. I know. Oh, fuck it. I know, bud. Trust me. So I never got a curious cat. 
if people want if listen if people want the questions they have answered so fucking badly slide in my dms and venmo me five dollars for the inconvenience Liam dash Anderson dash 23. Let's go, kids. (laughs) Yeah, you got like a $5 unblocking fee. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I'm I'm a one-man-something-awful operation. (laughs) All all right. So how do we do this? Do we want to just go around, Robin, like pick a question? Oh, oh I figured you, you, so, you would like MC yeah, this just, and you would yeah, like throw, throw questions this? out. Oh, I Dude, just, yeah, I, just I'm if, just, if there I'm are questions standing like, up in a room trying to record this podcast, I'm not looking yeah, down at my laptop. We, we to see need if you I'm to going. be showrunner for this. Okay, okay. Like you normally do. Yeah. You, we need you to be I mean, the responsible person here. Jesus, I need to uh, I need to start uh, looking through these now. Stra- strapping on the person in charge of podcast armband. Maybe we maybe we don't go with an armband, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me, "Hey, how come you don't like you like railway shit and you're a giant nerd? How come you don't collect those um those British Rail safety armbands?" And it's like, well, because in the 1930s, a political movement ruined armbands for everybody. It's and true. Yeah, and 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 so like along with that little mustache, it's just one of those fashion decisions you just can't make anymore. I will say, uh, my parents, when they were students protesting the Vietnam War, that's how old my parents are, uh, they had black armbands because they couldn't say fuck the war in school, so they did wear black armbands. Uh, I don't know if that's reappropriation or what, but I will say, my parents are Jewish, leave me alone. Mm. I feel like you can get away with a black armband, but like, not a red anything one. else? Not a, no, not a red one. <laughs> It's funny as the Soviet Union had a bunch of those, like the Soviet Union and East Germany, because you see them on um, uh, like eBay and stuff if you're looking at like trying to get a cool Soviet jacket because it's minus 50 degrees where you live. Uh, the you sellers live in will Glasgow. Be like, yeah, exactly. And the sellers oh, will be like, hey, do, do, do you want like a bunch of these red Soviet armbands that we've got? No. no. It's like, <laughs> no, thank you. I don't know. I guess, like, if you've if you've done the whole great patriotic yeah. war thing and you've like lost millions and millions of people fighting the Nazis, you're allowed to like have a red armband because that just shit. says yeah. communism to you. But like, <laughs> if you're walking around with it now here, eh, eh. I I have a I have I have a question that's going to stir up controversy. Okay, is the metric system superior? Yes. No. no. Moving on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah, that did not start very much controversy. Oh. All right. Well, I guess we respect your opinion. Yeah, uh, the, the, the real the real <laughs> shit that we've got to do. For Don't you live in a sake. country that's not even really imperial, though? You live yeah. in some bizarre, some bizarre and universe. And all of the reasons both. why it what sucks. What the hell is a stone? All the all of the reasons why it sucks are because they won't use the metric system for stuff. But what I was gonna say is the real shit for efficiency's sake that we should be doing is adopting the ultimate metric system, the French Revolutionary calendar. Yes, yes. Ten hours. Ten, ten hours. Of, ten hours ten of hours every day. day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ten days in every week. Um, fuck you. And each day has a thing that it represents, so, um, I'm gonna find out here, I'm gonna go to one of my favorite Twitter accounts, the French Revolutionary Calendar. Bunch of dorks. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, cool dorks. And, uh, ah, fuck, is it gone? Where the fuck is my French Revolutionary Calendar account? 
Next question, please. Yeah, go. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a good one. I reached the bottom. Okay. Uh, hmm. Do, 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 do. To do, one of them just says, "I'm taking a shit." Yeah, I did earlier. <laughs> I I right. did earlier. I I felt solidarity with that guy. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah, all the time. Who is the most capable of beating their dad in a fight? Me. Me. Not close. Yeah. Actually, my dad. Yeah, my dad's kind of a badass. Which, like, yeah. I could. Yeah, my, my dad. I could, I could dad beat lift, my dad and weights. your dad. I could beat your dad in a fight. I could absolutely <laughs> kick your dad's oh, ass. Here in a it fight. is. T- today, today is the is the Kautidi the fourth Nivos in the year of the Republic CCXXIX, celebrating the element of sulfur. All That's- right, sulfur day. Right. <laughs> sulfur day. Yesterday was bitumen. Oh wow! What did you just call me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and before that was coal. Before that yes. was Pete. So yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> banging calendar. I will say I that I always thought the aluminum industry should declare a day in like late December or early January as bauxite day. I like that. <laughs> I will say, that. getting back to the beating up our dad's question. Uh, <laughs> I will say, Mrs. Rosniak, Mr. Rosniak, if you're listening, Dan, all due respect in the world, you've been nothing but kind and gracious to me, and I would whoop your ass, son. <laughs> Uh, uh, respectfully respectfully but effortlessly suplexing justin's dad through a glass table i i i uh my dad is all due respect because my parents also listen to this podcast dad i love you very much you've been a great role model and leader and uh, all sorts of other influences and i'm very grateful for you and i would absolutely whoop your ass too boy <laughs> so I, no, I, 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 I don't. I, I, I could not whip my dad's ass in the slightest. The dude runs ultra marathons and shit. No, and like no. the other thing is, like he gets bored. So like every time I talk to him, or like I'll send him an email every few months to be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Just checking in, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I've got this new thing, and also I'm in, I'm insanely good at it. I'm like skiing now." And it's like, <laughs> you Thanks, don't have dude. to flex on me that hard, sir. I, you know damn well that I record podcasts. This is my job. <laughs> I will say, historically, uh, I always liked the idea of, uh, could my dad kick your dad's ass? Like, in mm. a hypothetical, like, best case scenario, both dads are in, like, the best physical shape they've been in. Yeah, yeah, could, yeah. Yeah. So like this, I this, the way this tournament pairing is working is it's going to shape up to be the final fight here is Liam versus my dad, and I don't know who I'm betting on there. Bet on Liam, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Always bet on Liam. I- Irish machine yes. never break. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I also have the idea for well, there's your problem boxing between me and Roz, but he wouldn't do it. I was not going to do that. No, I, I because I would lose. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it could yes. be fun. What? <laughs> it would be fun for you, sure. <laughs> that rounds up the podcast. The podcast just gets better and better as you rack up the TBIs. <laughs> All right, here here here's here's one. What is the most dangerous thing any of you have had to do on a job? Pass. <sighs> 
while working? No, I mean, like, podcasting is just not that dangerous of a job. All of the stuff that I've done before for work has not been that dangerous either. I don't know, I had a, I had an office chair that was kind of rickety once, I could have fallen off <clears> that. <laughs> I could have, like... <laughs> Ironically, this was at the, um, at the St. Andrew's first aid volunteering. Uh, but like, yeah, no, I could have, I could have rolled off that and injured myself, I guess. I had to use SQL real good once. It was very scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, for, for me, it was like lots of stuff uh, going around, like on the roofs. Really Chestnut tall Square, buildings. yeah, yeah, Chestnut Square. That was not good. I was kind of, sort of edging on this. You know, you it, was, it wasn't a ledge. It was you, probably you like, um, <laughs> why were we doing that? I was along. I, I was walking along this area where you know, on the one side there was a wall, and then there's about ten feet of roof. And then the other side was like a sheer 200 foot drop. <laughs> cool. Just to go, just to go plot out locations where we could at some point drop a guy over the side for a visual inspection. Mm. Uh, you know, so that was, that was like, I, I look back at that and I was like, Hmm, I wasn't tied off to anything. That was pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> I guess if you broaden it to include not just work, when I was at school, I did get a boat cap size on me once. That was cool. Oh, very uh, nice. But yeah, we we had a day where somebody decided we were, they were going to teach us to sail for some fucking reason. So we went to like a flooded quarry reservoir, and we got sailboats. And uh, the fucking thing tipped over on me. Uh, I got stuck underneath, like under the hull, and because I was wearing the life jacket, I couldn't like really easily swim out and under. And they had to like fish me out, and then I just got, like, I got to spend the rest of the day riding around in, the, like, the fast inflatable boat. So that was cool. Ah, uh, that's nice. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, I, I love sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> sailboat is never again. No. No. The thing is, the thing is if, if you, like, capsize it and you get it onto its side, what you don't want to do is let your dumbest friend try and hold onto the mast, because they will flip it on top of you. I, I was, I, I, I caps. I, I was involved in actually a number of capsizes in my rowing career. That does not but, shock uh, me. You know, that was uh, that was on like the Anacostia River. It was like five feet deep. Like once you once you fell in, you could like just stand up. <laughs> I passed your boathouse the other day, and I I just felt so sad. I was like, all his memories are buried in, in the in this bridge. <laughs> yeah, Eleventh Street Bridge in Washington D.C. The uh, the abutment was where the uh, boathouse was, and they tore it down. <laughs> Hmm. What hmm. is your favorite piece of safety equipment? Oh, that's a that's a good question. You know, mm. I think it's the classic hard hat. But did you know that they make cowboy shaped, like Stetson shaped hard hats? Do they oh my really? God. Can you still hear they me? They really do. I, they are they I are safety one. rated. Can you, you can still get them. hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Shut up. Oh <laughs> no! <sorry. we> can, <laughs> <laughs> no, you you can seriously get like a white. Stetson safety hat that like uh, complies with all relevant regulations, still made of like the fiberglass or whatever. Um, and it, like, if you're in Europe, it, it kind of like if a guy has that on a site, it kind of signifies that they've worked in the US, which is a tremendously funny like thing to me. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm a that's a now. cultural signifier. Yes. Yeah, that's so. I've I've heard, although obviously I've never been to one, that overseas people have America themed parties. And I just want to say, once this is over, you know what to do. Invite us to your America party. I'll bring you tobacco products you can't get in your dumb countries that have never been to the moon. 
<laughs> favorite piece of safety equipment, by the way. Uh, you know those the sporting little uh, like neon yellow hoodies. I always, oh, I always yeah, liked, yeah. I always oh, liked those. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, high vis hoodies. Yeah, that are just ninety five yeah, percent covered with like shit and mud. <laughs> yeah, it's you, true. You see they, those they all for, look like that after like a day. Yeah, yeah. you <laughs> see those for cyclists here too. Like it's a it's a weird overlap between construction workers and like road cyclists is wearing high vis stuff, but like because you're cycling like an inch away from like articulated lorries throwing up gravel and shit, they just instantly accumulate like an inch thick layer of grime. It's cool. I love to get to work and be healthy, having like sucked up exhaust fumes and stuff on my yes. commute, and then being absolutely covered in shit. Oh yeah, yeah, I've I've done that. <laughs> I think my favorite piece of safety equipment is lockout tagout. Prevents people from uh, getting turned into ground beef. Mm, I saw Usually. I saw a really good one of those, <laughs> which was what I saw a lockout tagout key that had um, on the tag. Uh, if energized, this device will blank, and somebody had filled that in with explode, killing everyone in sixty foot radius. Mm. Hmm. That 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 is that is definitely something you don't want to 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 fuck with. No, yeah. I like I like Raz as show leader, where it sounds like he's just responding like thirty seconds late to everything. Oh yeah, because I'm also scrolling through questions while people are talking, and my brain refuses to. <laughs> I'm actually focusing on neither thing Atta while boy. I'm doing Atta that. Boy. Yeah. Atta boy. <laughs> All right, let let's 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 uh, figure figure this out here. Uh, what is the least shit European country? Oh, oh, that's difficult. I've never um, had a bad time in Sweden. I know they're racist. I know they're racist and terrible <laughs> to indigenous people. It's, you know, but I've never had a bad time there. I've had some really bad times in Belgium. I don't like the Dutch. I don't like the Danes. I don't, mm. I don't care much well, for if the we're just, If we're just going for nice times, the nicest times that I've had and some of the fondest memories I've had are in an extremely racist country, Switzerland. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Switzerland. I had a ball. In, I had a ball in Austria, and I just—I know they were just waiting for me to like <laughs> go just, to the synagogue in, so they could beat me to death with a lead pipe. Yeah, you're like in the room at night, locking all your doors so they don't come for your teeth, and you're just like, "No, a fuck man. you, fuck you." I hate that I'm enjoying this. The man with a posted stamp mustache just approaches you in the street. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, when I was a kid, we used to go on vacation like, to, <laughs> to Switzerland, and like, yeah, no, we used to go around, like, all around, uh, like, Lac Le Mans, and like, Lake Constance and stuff, and, and Geneva and Zurich, it was beautiful, it was lovely, I had great memories of it. Also, Swiss, probably most Islamophobic country in Europe, and that's fucking saying something. Yeah, because I remember exists. when I was over there, they had that, um... They had that, uh, what was it, the, the advertising campaigns for one of the political parties? Oh, the SVP, like yeah. yeah. Some, Schweizer some, uh, Volkspartei. A bunch, of, a bunch of sheep kicking a black sheep out of the country. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of them. There's one with the Swiss flag covered in minarets, which is cool. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, because they wanted to ban building minarets, which is such a fucking Swiss thing to do, to ban something that does not exist in your country. There are no purpose-built mosques in Switzerland, to the best of my knowledge, but they're like, no, you can't build a minaret, as if somebody was going to come along and be like, yeah, it's a minaret now, fuck you. 
What if they, what if what if uh, imams just start going around and declaring various towers in Switzerland to be minarets, <laughs> and then they got they then they got to tear them down. Points <laughs> at Schloss, all of these minarets. <laughs> Just frantically start doing controlled demolitions of historic buildings. (laughs) Well, speaking of Switzerland and controlled demolition, you know that until very recently, all of the bridges at the French and German borders, all of the like highway bridges were mined? Like, as part of their um, general state of paranoia about the Germans coming in over the border, uh, pretty much like all of the mountains concealed massive expensive bunkers and all of the bridges, uh, you, they could just like pull those with explosives at any time. It's cool. Yeah, that's actually, that, the, the, I've, I've read that. I just, I really like the idea of like building an entire nation that's just seconds from demolition. And the whole thing is just <laughs> constantly rigged to blow. Here in the US, <laughs> we do that, but accidentally. Yeah, no, yeah. they did it. They did it in a very European way, where everything in Switzerland is really overbuilt. So, like every um, every house and I think every apartment building had to have a fallout shelter. Um, yeah, to protect you from all the explosives they put in everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just simply get in the safe room, which is the one room that we haven't mined heavily. Um, but like, it's it was However, so expensive. There, there's, to, there's a mini yeah. there's a mini cannon here on the ceiling, <laughs> like that scene from the accountant. If you need it, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, this was so expensive that the Swiss government, the federal government, is trying frantically to get rid of all of this shit, and like Damn. nobody wants to buy it. But they're like, "Hey, do you want to buy a bunch of like deep mountain shelters that we were gonna shove everybody into if the Germans came over the border in 1997?" Just using C four as insulation in all the buildings. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the house guts. Hmm. The housemates. I assume that makes decommissioning bridges ve- a very quick process. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this shit anymore. Just push the plunger. Yeah. Just push the button. <laughs> mm. Sorry to turn this episode into like Alice remembers things about Switzerland, but like they have it's a, a lot of weird okay. shit in that country. Oh, yeah. Yes. Please Strange give us our gold place. back. In order to give you their gold back, all of the cantons have to do their special thing where they all go and get their father's, 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 father's halberds out of storage in the garage, go meet in the village square where once a year they decide not to let women vote, and then they have to like unanimously be like, yeah, we give him his gold back. That's very New England. Hmm. (laughs) The town meeting, yes. Yeah. Are there a bunch I, of towns in New England called shit like New New Switzerland yes. or like New yes. Bern and shit? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's new. So everything. I was wrong. The, the the problem with America is not like an imported English psychosis. It's not even an imported German psychosis. You're all Swiss. You're all fucking from Appenzell. Appenzell. That's why you're like oh, that. Yeah, like to go and shoot the Jews on the weekend. Hates it once. Hates it once the. The Africans move into my uh, nice white community. Please pay no attention to the Nazi gold trade rumbling through on the tea. <laughs> Moving on before you cancelled. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, okay, so I, 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 my, my favorite European country is Italy because everything is broken, mm. but it's fun. Oh, Pete yeah. Buttigieg it, is going to learn from their transport and infrastructure decisions. <laughs> You know that thing that, <laughs> Roz, you told me about New York is fun hell and LA is shitty heaven? Uh, Italy Italy yeah. is fun hell. 
Italy is fun <laughs> hell. Everything, everything there is broken. Everyone's drunk. The only reason the great monuments and landmarks there are, um, are, 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 are as beautiful as they are because they're contrasted with so much just shit everywhere. Right. Even the cops look ridiculous, and like not even yes. ridiculous like British cops, but like you'll be getting chased down the street by a guy wearing riding breeches and fourteen IGETs. It's like <laughs> cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's gonna have to get into my get into his shitty little Alfa Romeo to like drive after me. Yeah, all, all the cars are broken too, which is entertaining. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. What is okay? Here, here, here's here's an interesting one. Which of the three of you could build the highest tower using only things already in your domiciles? Me, definitely me, hundred percent. I've got a technically a two bedroom apartment filled with various of bullshit. Like mm. it, you just start piling up the Soviet greatcoats, and it goes from there. You know. Here's I... the thing, though. Liam lives in a three story house. And therefore has access to the roof, thereby giving him a thirty foot ah. advantage to start out with. Yes. but I live, but I live in a well, like a five story apartment building. I live in like a, a oh. Glaswegian Khrushchevka. Now, I don't technically have access to the roof because, like, there is no roof access. It's a like a a flat roof up Fascists. there. It's just ab above the top guy's apartment. But I figure someone in this building has to have a ladder and a hammer, and that means that I can go through that guy's ceiling. So if we're go if we're going that way, then yeah, I I can probably do that. Also, I'm pretty certain I live at a higher elevation above sea level. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point oh, on that point. one. Yeah, we're not very. I mean, we're not at sea level, but. I mean, I could stack the fridge and a bunch of computer cases I have laying around. Uh, hold on, those hold on. computer cases are in my apartment, though. No, they're the, um, in both. No, some of them are the, in, my, in my garage now. Do you know that Apple's Compass app has an altimeter now? Because could, I'm gonna. Could I, I'm gonna am, I allowed to, am I allowed to stack the GTI on its on its end? <laughs> yeah, go for it. I, okay, so yeah, then I, I win. As as I sit on my ass recording this with having stacked nothing, I'm already thirty meters in the air. So. I, so far, I think I'm winning handily. Mm. Let me let me check. Uh, let me check my altitude. What is my elevation? <laughs> just let me just let me whip out this like vintage altimeter I got off of a Mig at a thrift store. Alice, for some reason, it is giving me your uh, elevation and not mine when it looked for my location. <laughs> cool. Okay, we're we're defeating the surveillance state by making it believe that all three of you—I mean, all three of us—are me. I am Alice Caldwell Kelly. That's right. And According you are, and you are thirty meters elevated off the ground. I'm, I, I'm at twenty-eight meters. Ha! Cock. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather like down there, <laughs> Alice? Aren't you like five two in real life? Five seven. I'm five, five seven. I am taller than that of average woman. Five two. If I walk up the stairs, then I would be higher than you. Yeah. If you break <laughs> into Miss Venus's apartment and use her uh, to help you stack stuff, you could probably win this. That's a good point because then I could stick it on top of like the kitchen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And get the cat. No, I. I. What? Get the cat. 
I want the cat. Get the cat up. Give there. me the yeah. cat. <laughs> I I would say I would say Alice probably wins this one too, just just by virtue of having a, a taller building than us. I, I think we probably have to concede here. Next yes. question, please. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's figure this out. Uh hmm. Do 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 do. What is your stance on Thomas the Tank Engine? Good. Yeah, really? kind of. I don't know. I watched it when I was a kid. I guess because it was on before Blue Peter. Because what all British TV is, is very comical. Hmm. What the hell is Blue Peter? Blue Peter yes. is a, a like youth show where like they would do things. Is the only way I could describe it. Like. Um, you would. I, I've definitely heard of this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they would have little crafts projects and stuff, but also they would send their presenters to like uh, go explore the world, so that you children could like find out similarly. Um, like, they'd send a guy to go on like the Marines like assault course or something. Oh wow! Or, like. They bring hey, like hey, kid, hey kids, do you want to go uh, kill some Afghanistanis? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But like, there there is a lot of ideology in it. But like, also the other thing is, if you like sent in a way you like helped your community or whatever, they would uh, they would send you a blue piece of badge, which like was cool, I guess. So you could you could get a fun little thing for your for your participation. You get a, you get a, 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 and then you could wear that when you, uh, when you were inducted into the uh, SAS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, I think, I think Thomas the Tank Engine is good. I think some of the new, the new episodes are weird. Have really you seen? Weird. Have you seen people getting mad about them though? Like they're genuinely upset about the purity of Thomas the Tank Engine being destroyed by the new stuff. Well, people are mad because it's like, oh, there's some, there's some fucking uh, multicultural engines now, right? What? And and they have like, trains you, other places. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they're like, it's a train from Africa, it's a train from uh, uh, Asia, it's a train from so on and so forth, and it's like, this is supposed to be an English show, right? Or some bullshit. <laughs> Coming over like, here. All, all y'all taking know, our jobs. Every single one of the locomotives pictured, the prototypes were made by Buyer Peacock. In Britain, <laughs> yeah, but like, an imam has just come up and declared Thomas to be a mosque, and unfortunately, <laughs> that 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 chimney is now a minaret. <laughs> this is the steam dome is uh, uh, now painted now um, has a, a bunch of uh, Islamic ins inscriptions <laughs> on it. <laughs> Thomas the. Uh, uh, no, I can't think of a joke for that one. Uh, <laughs> Tonk engine, yes. There you go. Thomas the Tawheed engine, there you go. Huh. Do you think more people would be anarchists if they realized that by acknowledging nation-states, they give legitimacy to the Netherlands' continued existence. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> well, shit. Okay, you're talking me out of my like position firmly on the top left of the uh, the political compass here. 
All right, uh, Liam, Liam and I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Liam and I came to a consensus on anarchism versus communism a couple weeks ago. Did we? Which is that, yeah, which is that states are bad, but bureaucracy is good. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> What you should do That's is you should have, as a form of mutual aid, <laughs> you, you should have a guy doing all of the bureaucracy in your commune. Yeah, the leftist yeah. commune, where you work 12 hours a day doing <laughs> that, bureaucracy. That's the real Sign answer. Sign me up. Yeah, that's the real answer to that thread that was going around that's like, what's your job in the commune? Is like, I do a voluntary DMV. Yes. Uh, I, I am a voluntary bureaucrat. Well, like the, the the Soviet Union's bureaucracy outlasted the Soviet Union. It's still around. Oh yeah, yeah. Public transit kept running. The the the, the factories kept running. You can still buy a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the like do nothing jobs. Like the guy who watches the elevator, uh, as as Milo Milo Edwards from Trash Future has uh, has like put out. Because like that was one of the Soviet Union's things, right? Is they just gave you jobs to do stuff. So you just have like the escalators in a subway station. You just have a guy in a booth whose only job was to watch those and like didn't do anything if it went wrong. But like you just kind of <laughs> sat there and watched it. So so Milo just observed that like, yeah no, those guys are still there. They're fine. Yeah, they're just sitting there, you're just watching watching the uh, escalator go up and down. They're pretty uh, decent job, especially if you like get a like clicker. a hat. Get a little yeah. clicker to see how many times it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there smoking a cig- cigarette, reading Prada. What was that word going to be? Sigalello? Cigarette. I love to smoke a cigarette and read Prada. Smoke a cigarette. I don't. Sometimes the Polish just comes out. Which animal is nature's cop? Now. This sucks because we had one growing up that I still miss, and it's it's also the easy answer, and also I love them, so this is very difficult for me. But it's German Shepherds, or like any of the kind of shepherd-related dogs, like uh, a Belgian yeah. Shepherd or whatever. That now it's a cop. That's a cop. That's why they always make them the cops in shows where animals are cops. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense, and that's why the cops use them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it, the, the pat answer here is a pig, but pigs are actually very clean and friendly, and yeah. like uh, that have orgasms that last over half an hour. All things no <laughs> cop has ever been. So, like, no, it, it it's German shepherds. I guess, hmm. like, I don't know. Are there any birds that like it, it exist? Uh, any like animals that exist to inconvenience other animals? Not even to like eat them or whatever, but just to like lots, lots of parasites out there. Did we uh, lose say, Liam? Th- oh, no, no, we didn't. No, I'm still here. I was, I was, I was genuinely thinking because I was thinking like, is it an apex predator? You know, well, because- th- th- things predate cops, mm. like uh, uh, Vietnam veterans at traffic stops, um, heart disease, things of that nature. All of those are predators mm-hmm. on cops. So. Hmm. 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 What's a like a, a middle ranking predator that's just really annoying? You know. Uh I guess the problem is that like all of the stuff in nature guess, that's is, really is it, is it annoying. White, is it maybe a white-tailed deer because they simply they simply exist to annoy you? They're pests. That, well, like, they're very dumb. There's, yeah. there's this uh, weird hmm. respect for them that I don't really understand. Like, Maybe oh, the true answer. The cute or whatever. Yes, you know what it is. It's respect hmm. for the uniform, respect for our boys in brown. <laughs> it's house cats. 
Shut fuck, the fuck, fuck up. You're right. No, he's right. He's right. I know it's house cats. It's house cats. Just murdering every bird they see, demanding attention, just 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 constantly. And and occasionally they'll be nice to you. Mm. Uh, and when they are nice to you, they like obviously want something and expect mm-hmm. something from it. And like yes. they expect you to be nice to them all the time in return. Assholes. Little assholes. Yes. God damn. Fucking cats! I love them. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you simply go off an extremely high dose of sertraline, you can have that exact same relationship with actual cops. <laughs> oh, here's an interesting one: Can you run someone over with a boat? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, fucking Kirsty McCall. Yes, easy. Yes. Ah. Uh, does it count as running over though? Yeah, yes. it does. Definitely, like, yes. It does. It, it does. If you're doing it on purpose, you're running them over. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Kirsty McCall is my answer on this. Uh, run down by was it a jet ski? I mean, I arguable so. whether that counts as a boat or not. But like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, know, I was go. thinking there might be a different. A different word for it, but like it was a power boat. I guess you could say "run down by" instead of "run over by." But I guess you are technically still being run over. Yeah, like the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia on Kirsty McCall in the section "death" simply says she was struck by the boat which ran over her. So I think that that settles it. That's a conclusive. That's that's a real cop speak. I like that. Yeah, yeah, was struck by in in the in the powerboat style vehicle, which is proceeding in a westwardly direction towards the west. We don't know the location of the vicinity of the premises. We didn't do it. Uh, (laughs) Wait, are you saying the cops? The cops killed Kirsty McCall. I can't (laughs) believe this is happening. It it was an animal cop, though. It was a house cat. Yeah, it was a house cat. It's the one on house cat that doesn't hate water. It's actually, it's actually the, it's the, the, it was the dog. Is <laughs> <laughs> that it was them and the dog from Paw Patrol? Chase. Fucking yeah. fascist yeah. propaganda. <laughs> I was about to say, some people talk about like uh, Thomas the Tank Engine being, you know, sort of a Protestant work ethic propaganda, mm. but like Paw Patrol, that's that's fascist propaganda right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like at some point, you do have to ask yourself when you consume culture these days, what would actually be different if this was the Sixth Reich in terms of like the TV shows, right? It's mm. like, there's not necessarily a lot now. Which is you, not great. You'd, prob- you'd probably have a sign off at the end of the day where they play the national anthem. That's true. Yeah. The uniforms would be different, but like yeah, there'd be, be nicer uniforms. <laughs> there would totally be like a. There would totally be like a cops thing where they follow the fucking SS around. You know. Yes. Ugh. Don't need that. You think there'd be a Reno 911, but about the SS? <laughs> yeah, just like. Do you think if they won the war? Do you think if they won the war that, like, the Nazis would get into a space where they'd be okay with themselves making fun of the SS that way? Yeah, or at least That's the SA. Good... I think so. I think, well, yeah, I think probably so, yeah. The issue is, I mean, y- y- you either have, you know, 
you, they either have to chill out or fascism collapses as it always does. I mean, there's, there's, I, I don't think you could, you could have a situation where the Nazi regime lasts long enough in an incredibly militaristic mm. situation where they'd have a stable society. Like they'd probably just, you know, wind up nuking everyone or something. Yeah, it's, it's why those uh, like alternate history books like Fatherland don't really work, as or like Man in the High Castle was like it's the sixties or it's the eighties or whatever, and they're just still going full tilt instead of doing the shit that Germans who had been Nazis were actually doing in the sixties and the eighties, which was making Mercedes and working for NATO. So yes, hey, but the but the three eighty SL though, look at <laughs> the, 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 the nice cars. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but sometimes you do just get a guy who looks like an actual skull with like an eye patch and a bunch Wasn't of denazified decorations being like, tweeted. no, 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 you must get into F-104 Starfighter in order to defend against communism. There was a Wearing guy. round glasses and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. In order got, to preserve our wiry. Western liberal values. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying Western like that? <laughs> <laughs> to uh, convey that he was a fucking Nazi. I, know, I was, I was, I was saying this as if I were an F one hundred four starfighter. Oh pilot. right, <laughs> your F one hundred four starfighter pilot voice. I, uh, my favorite thing is that I saw a thing, a tweet that had a, a screen cap of a Facebook careers. And the woman was like, my family emigrated from Nazi Germany to Argentina with nothing. And I was just like, this can't be real. Please don't yeah, tell yeah. me this her is name, real. Her name was Bettina G. And I was like, Gaza, why is there so much Nazi gold in the vault? Goebbels. Why does all this gold have swastikas on it? It could be goring. could be goring as well. That is true. Don't hug him. That's Urban Gary. <laughs> Every year, the bit from The Simpsons where Hitler is alive in his eighties, living in Argentina, and just getting saluted, getting the shopping, it becomes more true. <laughs> oh god, that'd be a good question to ask, actually. So I'm going to ask it now. I'm going to supersede the curious cat, right? Which right. is, what's the funniest thing? That Trump could declassify on his way out UFO the door. Files, God damn it, dude! <laughs> I think yeah. it's the, or, the the still redacted CIA files from the uh, the JFK uh, oh, assassination yeah. that, records act that are exempted. I want to know the RFK assassination. Mm -hmm. I want to oh, know that's if the a CIA good one. Has spent yeah. money investigating the idea of a Kennedy curse. I, 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 I got the, the funniest stuff. fucking reply about RFK, by the way, which was like. Uh, somebody else asked who else Trump was going to pardon, and somebody half-jokingly said he should do Sirhan Sirhan. And somebody replied, I don't know, he's pretty dangerous. Like, the guy was able to shoot RFK in the ear while standing ten feet in front of him. Like, you don't want to let <laughs> that guy out of prison. Man-man able to bend bullets like in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, he saw that movie Wanted, and just like, curved the thing. Didn't they have those guns they made for a while that like had a bent barrel? Yeah, the Nazis, oh, the Nazis, the Nazis yeah. did that. Yeah, the Nazis, the Nazis did it, and then not not to make it equivalent here, but also an Israeli defense startup made uh, a, a corner shot, which was literally that. Th there's there's was a Glock on a hinge, right? 
<laughs> they had a, they yeah. literally put they yeah. put a Glock on a swivel with a webcam on it, and the and the webcam outputs to I'm the sorry, stock. That's that's the most Israeli <laughs> solution I've ever heard. Yeah, you can you can only fire it when you're wearing like white capri pants and getting in a fight outside of the worst pizza place in the world. Why is it always in Tel Aviv? What is happening to me? Uh, I like the uh, the fact that the Nazis also invented the first night sight, and we just don't talk about that. As yeah, they called it was huge, it. though. The vampire. The vampire. Yeah. Vampire, yeah. Didn't it have to get powered off of, like, a power pack that the guy yes. wore yeah, around in a to, like, backpack? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the scene cool. from behind... Uh, what the is enemy small at the gates? diesel hit and miss generator. Actually, that's not even the most cursed piece of Nazi electrical engineering. The most cursed piece was that they had, and I didn't know this until recently, the Wehrmacht had hand-cranked dynamo flashlights. Because, like, I, I mean, I, I guess obviously you can't fit, like, a battery in them with 40s technology. So you just have a, a flashlight that a guy just squeezes and it makes this awful dynamo noise and you do that a bunch of times and it puts out some light. They have those in emergency survival packs, too, I think. Huh. Because emergency survival packs are designed by Nazis. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> We're just unfurling this giant swastika <laughs> flag. Why is this in here? Why? 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 Why do we have a? Why, why do we have a copy of Mein Kampf in here? <laughs> Two tickets to Buenos Aires. What? <laughs> oh yeah, you know the rat lines. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, okay, here is another question: What is everyone's favorite locomotive? G G one. Yeah, I'm the afraid MGG one. Correct answer. I'm afraid so. It, it, let's hear yeah. it, Ross. No, let's hear really, the bullshit, really Ross. You're really, you're really both going with a GG one. Yeah, I'm yeah, afraid of both Ross. GG one. No. You know what? I have a picture of you in front of a GG one from two separate years. There, asshole. Yeah, I know. I like <laughs> the GG one. It's not my broadly. favorite. No, I'm here. Here, it's me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be. Con- uh, I'm gonna be contradictory. I like six eleven. I think six eleven oh, is a good locomotive. Talk about being a basic bitch. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> I am a big. I am a basic bitch. I enjoy uh, a, a big oh, dumb black steam oh, locomotive. Yes, red <laughs> yeah, Yes. All right. All right. Did Let you me refine. Where do you refine this question? F- favorite locomotive non steam edition. Oh, who cares? Oh. Yeah. Was, <laughs> you already said you like the GG one. <laughs> Yeah, because that's 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 the beauty of my answer is like <laughs> fuck you. I don't have to refine it. It's true of all times yeah. and of all seasons. Oh, that's right. No, I like the I like the Fairbanks Morse Trainmaster. Oh yeah, you Jesus Christ. Yeah, it sounds uh, like a Logitech peripheral. Also, honorable <laughs> mention. Honorable mention to Baldwin sixty thousand. Oh, we're going to talk about that in the Steam Locomotive episode. We we had a slide about that. You thought railway guns were dumb. Wait till you see Baldwin 60,000. <laughs> hmm. What is... Are you just skimming through and like I'm filtering out through. all the ones that aren't like abusive? Yes. Let's see. Hmm. Can I get an abusive one so I can yell at them? Yeah, yeah. give us an abusive one. We a- we actually haven't gotten gotten a lot of abusive ones. I can I can look for an abusive one. How you doing, Liam? 
<laughs> oh, Alice, I'm terrific. I'm just here holding my mic, laying down, uh, hmm. just in the lap of luxury. That's what I'm doing. I just, you know, I, I will say I do love, uh, just to uh, explain Baldwin 60,000 for a bit, uh, Baldwin Locomotive Works of Philadelphia built a, a, a locomotive so heavy that it broke everything and nobody wanted it. So they had to give it to the Franklin Institute and it just sort of sits there. And they, because they were just like, oh, bigger locomotives do gooder. And they were just like, what if biggest locomotive? Hmm. You should go to the Franklin Institute in a real. Well, I mean, the um, the the Nazis did that with tanks too, right? Yeah, Ross and I were talking like, about that of the mouse and the monster or whatever. Mm-hmm. We love to build a Landkreuzer, uh, which cannot go anywhere, but where it does go, it kind of it, runs it, out of it, fuel, it, it, and like it, yeah, a, a, yeah. a Soviet man comes and like sticks an enormous amount of explosives yes. <laughs> to it. Yeah. Well, there's the uh, the one that I can't remember the name that they only ever built a hull and they took it from Britain to Britain after the war for testing and then scrapped it. I've always been fascinated by the uh, the Germans just obsession with like the Panzer and just the idea of like, what if what if we took six Panzers and hmm. melted them together? Well, I think my, I, I think the answer is what, what what happens when the entire leadership of a country has massive PTSD from getting shelled every day when they were like oh, yeah. eighteen to twenty three is they want to like build a, a gigantic armored machine and live in it and the fact that like no not no chemical weapons were used in World War Two but like a mere twenty seven years later or twenty one years later really. You just mm. didn't see them again, except being used on the Jews and the Roma and yeah. American soldiers and Japanese people and Chinese people. But on the Western <laughs> front, the only one that matters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't just firing off uh, shells of, of mustard gas every day, right. which, like, yeah. No, they found new and fascinating ways for you to die. They always do. Hmm. Ross, and, like, no, no, of, nobody Ross, ever wanted me. Yeah. I. Uh, uh, so someone has uh, hmm. Let, let, let's. Let, I'm I'm looking for the abuse. We got not a lot of abuse. Someone said, "If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me?" <laughs> Who Thank picks you. these code phrases? <laughs> it's the IRA. Uh, try to try to yeah, warn the, the British. This is this is the bomb warning. Is you just have to sexually harass uh, the cops. Uh, you got a hey, telephone in morning, this morning. Bobby's, this is uh, Seamus Finnegan. Uh, <laughs> That's a beautiful shirt. It look good on my flow. Uh, who did is, I confirm? <laughs> who is your podcast nemesis? Sean KB. Of the Antifada. <laughs> Sean, you know you did. Swear up, baby. I'm about, to, I'm about to go on Sean's stream after we end this. Oh, so I'm, I'm, fucking around, I'm fucking around. Uh, I, I, I love Sean very much. Uh, no, no, no. We'll carry that energy through. Yeah, I'll just what? come you on the stream Actually, and be like, fuck you. Of our sister, of our sister podcast, uh, I love Riley very much, but we uh, he's my nemesis. And for another reason, that we have incredibly clashing styles. Mm, that is just, true. Yeah, and uh, Riley, if you're listening, I'm gonna kick your ass, son. That's all right. Uh, yeah, that's. But also, Sean KB, uh, I'm coming for you. I'm, I'm coming. Do we have any like? Are there any like numtop podcasts? Are there any like? Oh, who gives a shit? Podcast. We get posted on sometimes. 
There's we the do? war on cars. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, that's that's one of them. Mm. Uh, 99% invisible is sort of sometimes on our turf. Yeah, we don't have uh, the same production values they have, so people don't want to listen to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, who, who else is on, doing the sort of subject? You, you know what the real nemesis Stuff is? is probably know. engineering video YouTube, like the B1M or something like that. Mm. You know? Yeah, you yeah our, our biggest competition <laughs> is like a poorly cut together compilation of 10 most epic machinery fails. Yeah, but like, no, I'm talking about like the ones that present like this sort of Whiggish view of engineering progress where it's like, oh, look yeah. how great the look how great the Hyperloop or this giant highway tunnel is and look look at all these wonderful things which are we're going to have in the future, even though, you know, A, we're not going to have them, B, they're not going to benefit anyone. There's not going to be a future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like or at least is, at least like someone trash. like yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> at, at least like someone like Tom Scott will be like, "Hey, here's a giant toxic pit full of mine chemicals." You know? Yes. But like, yeah, I know, I know the guys you mean who are just like, yeah, no, everything's gonna be fucking the great. The Tahitian yeah. weirdos, basically, but they're not yeah. that fanciful. Yeah. Two two steps down from Tahir Inshad. Tahir Inshad is at least entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? What if we could get to hear in chat on the pod? <laughs> that would be funny. That would be like that would that would be our our version of getting John McAfee on the pod. <laughs> Actually, hmm. yeah, who's well. the funny who's the funniest guest we could get on? And don't say Elon Musk because we wouldn't have him. But like, yeah, yeah we wouldn't. We wouldn't have Elon Musk. Um, we we, we would turn down his offer. Uh, you get Andy Byford on. That would be funny. Andy Byford, <laughs> I think, would be hilarious. Uh, I always wanted to see if we could get the Pope on. <laughs> well, I mean, he's been kind of he's been kind of ab about to jeopardize this whole shit on Instagram because he's been been found oh, liking yes. another post by a, another ego. So I, there's nothing wrong with that. Look, I, I mean, the, <laughs> you know, you know, the Pope is not allowed Get to a have a account. Your soul, your your holiness, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not pontifex. <laughs> I just feel bad for like the young priest who has to run the account and like forgets to log out, right? Because like you're you're a priest, you're supposed to do the celibacy thing. You should not be looking at uh, with the best will in the world thoughts. But like, oh, I don't Dick, know the, uh, get Dick Anderson on here to defend himself. I hmm. don't know. The corpse of the, uh, Robert Moses, cadaver yeah, uh, synod. Yeah, cadaver synod on Robert Moses. I don't know if the guy who runs the Pope's social media account is in the clergy, and you, even you if he, is, he had to be, he but... might be a deacon. So, yeah. which means which means you can fuck. Thank mm. you, Ross. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you know, I I, I figure there, there's not there's there's a lot of non -con non clergy people working at the Vatican. I don't know why the social media guy has to be a, a priest. I just figure because priests do all of the Pope's other shit, like the. Fucking Camelango or whatever, or the, the yeah, papal household and stuff. They're all priests. They, they probably outsource it all now. <laughs> yeah. Just it. try and get Pope tech support, <laughs> and you just yeah. end up on the phone to Carola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your best Canada story? 
Man, I don't even have a Canada story, I don't think. I've never Ooh. been. I've never been to Canada. Uh, so it's all you guys. You gotta rescue this one for me. Uh, uh, Remember, the statute of limitations on, on traffic crimes has expired. I would say uh, the most memorable... Uh, do we want to tell the story? I think for the first time on air. Uh, the first time I've ever spoken about this publicly. Uh, which which one? Which uh, the one time is we went to Halifax and then everything got worse, Rods. Oh, right, yeah, when we were broken men on the Halifax Pier. The last of Barrett's <laughs> privateers, yeah. I'll, yes. I'll tell this story. Uh, this is going to be uncomfortable, and uh, my girlfriend can definitely hear this, but she already knows what happened. So, all right, so Roz and I and my dad went to Newfoundland, or we were trying to go to Newfoundland, right? And we, where did we stay the first night? Freeport, Maine? Uh, yeah, we were in hotel. Freeport. Yeah, Freeport. Really, really shitty hotel. We went to that really bad brewery. Oh, yeah. Um, Not Maine Brewing, even though they were down the road from us because we were tired. And we waited an hour and a half for some of the most mediocre beer I've ever had in my life. We saw a guy with a three percenter tattoo checking in ahead of us. No, remember he had to, he had to leave. They wouldn't. They he his card got declined. Oh, oh that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we then we drove on and went to that hotel. Uh, we drove from Freeport, Maine. Rod said, "Go through the small border crossing." Yeah, I did. I did do that, and and, and that what turned happened. out to be. And then what happened? We got detained at the border. Yes, and and whose fault was it that we got detained at the border? Uh possibly Ye yours. Your fault. It was your <laughs> fault. We were detained at the border. How did you get detained at an international border? They just made us pull over and made us sit on our asses for thirty minutes. I kept asking me yeah, what they I did were, for they, work. They were like, "Wind down the window. Why are you coming to Canada?" And Justin was like, "We're gonna kill Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Who deserves it?" No, we did the we did the main street crossing from uh St. Stephen to Calais. Uh although uh, although I believe they actually pronounce it Callis. Oh fuck off. <laughs> Everywhere in Quebec is mispronounced. Oh, this is in this is in Maine. Everywhere in Maine is mispronounced also. Yeah. Then oh we, shit. Uh, that was a that was a trip we also discovered that uh that 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 uh, convenience store in Maine that does the uh, we went on the main airline and they have liquor and game weighing and it's a post office and the register yeah. makes the Sonic the Hedgehog noise when you pay. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and yeah. that and then we had to go back to it because of all the list of things I never thought I'd be at again. That was pretty far up there. Uh, yeah. I so we drove on. We got a hotel. Do we even get a hotel in St. John? Or do we just no, drive we clear to Halifax? Through, we, 572 we to Halifax. miles <laughs> in the fucking dark, in the fucking brain, with my dad and Roz screaming to keep me awake, literally just arguing about <laughs> bullshit for seven and a half hours. We crossed into Atlantic time, and I forgot that New Brunswick and Nova Scotia run on different time zones or whatever the wherever it is. I think it's New Brunswick, the sexual line. And like my yeah, brain broke is the line. My brain broke and we had to pull off so I could process that other time zones existed. <laughs> it was it was not fun. So we make it to Halifax. Uh we made it actually to Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, where the only thing open was a fucking McDonald's. Uh, because for whatever reason they closed the Tim Hortons because they're a bunch of fascists. Uh <laughs> and then the next day, uh uh a uh, a girl I'd been seeing called me to let me know that uh, she had miscarried. 
uh, mm. when we were in Halifax and Roz and I were at a bar. We had gone to see the Halifax, uh, the Citadel. And I remember we were on a pier in Halifax for Canada's 150th. She there called of- you in the trailer park boys bar. Oh, did she? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did. And then we went to the pier. Yeah, no, my bad. Yeah, we were in the trailer park boys bar. That part's true. Yeah, and I, I was just like, all right, we have to like go home. Uh, and we, uh, yeah, it was, it was unpleasant. We then like the, the waitress at the, uh, pier bar in Halifax, it was like September felt so bad for us that she just comped our drinks as Roz and I just sort of stared at the ground. Uh, and then we got back in the car and I told myself, uh, we were going to make it in a clear shot because we still had a couple days before she got back. Uh, I, by the way, uh, I hadn't cleared this up, but I knew the pregnancy was happening and I was, uh, I was going to go, th- you know, be a dad or whatever. Uh, and so we drove, my plan in delirium was to drive from Halifax, Nova Scotia to Quebec City, which is a distance, I think, of about 500 miles. And in Edmonston, New Brunswick, uh, I just gave out and Roz had to find a hotel on hotwire.com. And then in an act born purely out of decadence greed and arrogance in the moment of my most <laughs> meaningful suffering Roz and my fucking dad made me take their suitcases in <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh fuck y'all fuck, me. fuck y'all Jesus. so I we then drove to uh, Quebec City uh, from uh, Edmonston, and I forget. Did we just make it back from Quebec? Did we go to Montreal for like half a day or something? Yo, we were in I, Montreal for a very short period. Yeah, of time. I have a picture of you just like standing really annoyingly in like a shot of uh, what would have been a good shot. And then I drove. I had to go back to New York to see the girl in question, and it was uh, horrifically uncomfortable for everyone involved. So yeah, that's the story of uh, now the yeah. best Canada trip. Uh, mm. This is Canada. Welcome the, back to Canada chat with uh, <laughs> Liam Allen. Your, your CanCon section. CanCon. We drove uh, in in to make up since we obviously didn't make it to Newfoundland the first time. Roz and I basically vowed to go back. Uh, we drove from here to Boston, where we saw a shout out to Juliet Eldred. Yes, I know the creator of Num Tots. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and went to a bar in Boston. Then we went, where'd we go? St. John. And we were going to get this, John we got this haunted Airbnb. So we had to leave and get an actual hotel room because it was just yes. in this lady's house and it was very creepy and it was not as advertised. Uh, so we went to, I uh, got this hotel with the arcade and the breakfast. I remember that. And then drove oh, yeah. to, drove. It was, uh, it recently, con- uh, it was recently a Howard Johnson, but it was not at the time we were there. Did you do the thing where you're like, this was a Howard Johnson, I can tell, you can always tell? Yeah, you could like peel the stuff <laughs> yeah. off. You could literally, oh, yeah. Roz, you you could just peel the logo off the phone? No, I mean, it was right there. You didn't have to peel anything off. It just oh, said Howard right. Johnson that's on right. it. Uh, <laughs> I met some fans sh- of my YouTube in St. John. They gave me a book. It was very nice. Yes. Then we went on to Halifax where nothing bad happened this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then did we stay in Halifax or did we just drive to the ferry? We drove to the ferry. We drove to the ferry across Nova Scotia, which was harrowing as all hell. Uh, and my favorite part of that was that we had a uh, uh, there's a turn when you're about to get into Yarmouth to where the ferry is. 
where they've been warning you for 50 miles that it's a 10 mile an hour turn. And I still took it at 40. And I was just like, oh, that's why they tell you. So you don't go into this wall. But you've been like, driving not- at 50 for like <laughs> it's not, 10 it's hours. Not your, it, it's, 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 it's North Sydney, not, not Yarmouth. Yarmouth's oh, on but, the other side. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you're right, North Sydney. <laughs> you're right. Uh, then we got on the ferry uh, that Roz almost made us late for. And then Roz had to pee. So Roz had to run out from the car line find a bathroom get back in the car i was gonna leave you man real talk that's the closest i've ever come to just abandoning you besides the time i abandoned you in a mechanical closet uh, yeah uh, well you know the, the 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 thing is that after i got back we waited for another 30 minutes yeah, i know we did how uh, did you <laughs> almost abandon him in a mechanical closet i did abandon I him in a well no his phone was dead and he fell asleep in the mechanical closet and then he blamed me for abandoning him but i had told him very clearly that we were playing by top gear rules we were in college and we were drunk. Ah, uh, oh. yes. <laughs> uh, so we get on the ferry. Uh, I, I like just got to tell this whole story. This whole, as I as I recall it, uh, got on the ferry. Uh, the bar last called twenty minutes after we got onto it. Uh, so my plan, which was to get as drunk as possible, pass out, and get some sleep, was almost foiled. Woke up, got off the boat, uh, looked around wherever the hell we are, which was wreck house. Uh, I had to get gas in a driving rainstorm, which I thought was going to overturn the GTI while you stayed in the nice warm car. Uh, Then we went to Corner Brook, where some people asked us if we were Americans. Uh, Went to McDonald's. Which we were. Which we were. Saw the nice little (laughs) railway museum. Shout out to uh, Newfoundland. uh, Was it Newfoundland Sean that was on this show? It was Newfoundland Sean, yes. Yeah, uh, Corner Brook. Hello again. Uh, yes. went to the real, beautiful railway museum if you ever make it up there and then we Just drove a tiny one but it's nice on newfoundland's one road for 13 yeah. hours 600 and you, miles and you met trailer guy your escort yeah, yeah we yes. met our escort trailer guy uh who once again if you're not familiar with uh well there's your problem lore drove approximately 100 miles an hour through some of the worst weather i've ever been in in my life uh and just blocked for us we got uh, food at a place called Jungle Gyms uh, in, in, in beautiful Gander, Newfoundland, uh, home of the one-speed trap on the Trans-Canada. Had a, uh, it had a, it, their logo is a picture of a happy alligator, <clears throat> which someone informed me is uh, cultural appropriation of Florida. Um, <laughs> yeah, alligators mm-hmm. which famously live in jungle. You know? Yes. <laughs> So we had done that, and then we went and got to St. John, Newfoundland, finally, after running off the road twice and almost dying. Uh, Then we realized that it was Canada Day, and all the bars had run out of beer. Uh, Went to a nice little (laughs) Irish pub called, uh, what was it, Bertie Malloy's? We were the only two people drinking in there, and as we left, they locked the doors after us. It was magnificent. (laughs) Went home, (laughs) continued to get appallingly drunk passed out, woke up at like whatever, 12 noon the next day, uh, got some Powerade and some Advil, threw up in the, uh, in the drugstore parking lot, went to see the Newfoundland <laughs> sites, met uh, Kirsten and friends. Um, and then the next day, other, or other Newfoundlanders. Yes. At some point we had agreed that we wanted to go to St. Pierre, which is the last French holding in North America. It is a four and a half hour drive from St. John to where you pick up the ferry. 
uh, we did it in about three hours, less than that, I think, because yeah. I was doing it's a, a route of uh, it's it's a stretch of road called the Heritage Run. There are no cops, and the GTI was flat out basically the entire way. Got on the boat where a woman from Tennessee uh, asked if I was from Kentucky. Uh, then we went to the tiny little French town that's entirely dependent on tourism for survival, and nothing was open. Yeah, cool. Yeah, they they close all the restaurants down for lunch right after the ferry gets there. Yeah, yeah. that is the most French move I've ever heard. And we went back to Newfoundland, and then we drove mm. all the way home, uh, and we stayed in Banger. I hardly knew her main. And oh, we, we saw the, the only guillotine used in North America. Yes, we did. They, they, that's part of the uh, museum they don't even charge admission for. You can just walk in and see the guillotine. They actually have a little plaque that just says La Guillotine. Huh. La Guillotine. Yeah. Just so it's, you know what it is. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And, and, uh, and you're like, I got to take this back across the border. I'm sorry. I need it for Congress. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> never mind me. Never mind me. Never mind me. <laughs> just just uh, hacking it up like flat pack furniture. <laughs> This just says yeah. IKEA. Why is it cut through its own box? Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> we stayed in a in what I you think was a hunting seat behind a truck uh, stop. A guillotine. <laughs> yeah, just guillotine oh, right sticking out of the there. sunroof. <laughs> right, yeah, because I, I, I did the thing where I booked the thing on um I, I use hotwire and I always have incredible luck with it. And they, they they booked us into a small room with one bed at this hotel in Bangor, and I like, called him up, and I was like, hey, do, do, you have any, do you have a room with two beds? I wanted one with two beds. And they're like, yeah, we do. So they booked us into the main lodge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the presidential suite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was ginormous. It was, it was, it was huge. And everything <laughs> had flannel, and it was flannel everything. Yeah, oh. it was flannel every. Oh, the lesbian presidential suite. Yes. Yes. All right, so that's question. Canada. Next yeah, question. What's up? What's the next one? What is the next one? Uh, hmm. Let's figure this out. See if there are any for me. I'm curious. Also, I like talking about myself, yeah. is the thing. Well, there was a few that were you, but they were abusive. No, give me the abusive ones, I can take them. Oh, boy. What's the abusive one? So this is an interesting one, uh, because there was one that was uh, a few questions later that was like, maybe they're, maybe they're remorseful over it. Oh uh, boy, oh, I okay. remember that, I remember that, yep. I'm the only one who hasn't looked at the Curious Cat at all, so like... That was smart of you. This is going to be a surprise for me. No, I, I saw anonymous ass. So Alice is a lesbian, but she's married to a man? Question mark. Yeah, people are trans. It's weird. Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. Yeah, you know. And then they follow up two questions later with, "I'm sorry for that personal question. I don't know what I was thinking." Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Good talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm. I'm not very like emotionally riven by that one. I'm just like, yeah, no, this is fine. Any pro tips for reducing things to soup, like uh, to a soup-like homogenate? Oh, in my experience, there's only one thing that can reduce a mouse to a soup-like homogenate in thirty seconds or less, and that's the FIA's homologation committee. Yes. Ah, that'll do it, yeah. 
Hmm. What is our backstory on irrational hatred of the Dutch? Fuck them. They're a terrible country. Um, I, I think they're better than me. Yeah, I, I, I went... <laughs> it's on, true. Th this will give you an example of the kind of school that I went to. We did a history trip, which was like a, a week-long trip where we went to like World War One battlefields. We did... Genuinely, it was a staff ride, right? Despite the fact that we were all 15, 16, right? And so we, we, we did this staff ride. We went to see lots of cemeteries. I saw an ossuary, which is where they cram a building full of bones, which is metal as hell. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I went to Yepa, uh, or Ypres, if you prefer, or Wipers, if you want the British pronunciation. And it's, yeah, no, it was a, a horrible place. It felt like they had just kind of constructed World War I Disneyland. Um, w would you like some remembrance-themed chocolate hard sold to you? And it's like, well, no, not really, but like, you're gonna keep doing that. And so, wait, is, is Ypres in Belgium or the Netherlands, is my it's next Belgium, question, because like, I, it kind of Belgium. undercuts my whole point if it's in Belgium. <laughs> Although the Belgians also suck ass. Yeah, it's in Belgium. Yeah. Well, f okay, fine. The Dutch also suck, but for reasons I don't remember. Would you really notice a difference if you were in um, no. the Netherlands or Belgium? Oh. No. The, the mayor, uh, finding out while Googling Ypres, the mayor of Ypres is named Emily, but her, she spells Emily with two M's, which uh, kind of gives you a sense of the whole place. I don't like that. Bastards. <laughs> hmm. Someone asked. Have any of you had any paranormal experiences? None. I mean, I, I, do, does religion count? Because yeah, if not? if not, then no. Although I am, I am grateful that Islam allows for the possibility of the paranormal because you can just write it off by being like, "Ah, oh, jins, it's all jins." <laughs> Heard a door yes. slam, jinn. That's uh, a jinn. Seen a ghost as a jinn, probably. Mothman, Mothman is definitely a jinn. Got drunk. That was Gen 2. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. I may have a paranormal experience. Very recent one. Oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna get a, a Coke Zero from the freezer. I, I will let you know if I have a paranormal experience on the way to or from the freezer. What is your favorite pizza? Parenthesis style topping. Close parenthesis question mark. Uh, pepperoni. Uh, I'm ashamed to say I really like Chicago pizza. Uh, I really like new style pizza. It used to be near my old apartment in Philly. Highly recommend it. Uh, what else we got? I'm back. Have you considered that due to your audience, your inbox is going to be filled with nothing but shit posts? Shut the fuck up. Huh. How's it going? I did not have a paranormal experience while retrieving this yeah. Coke Liam, Zero. have, have okay. you bought Snooze, the complete guide to brands manufacturing and art of enjoying smokeless tobacco from buysnooze.com? For a bonus episode on the best thing Sweden has done since meatballs, not counting the Saab 99 Turbo. I haven't. I mean to buy that book. I will buy that book. People keep recommending it to me. Which state has the worst drivers and why is it Maryland? It is absolutely Maryland. And it is because they do not designate the left lane as a, as a passing lane. They designate it as a travel lane specifically. So you get you cross the line from Pennsylvania to Maryland and vice versa. If you grew up in New York like I did, which is only a few miles north of the Maryland line, you will get fucking obstinate, idiotic Maryland drivers who drive fucking 55 in the left lane because they have no fucking idea that that in Pennsylvania is a passing lane. It is absolutely Maryland. Maryland is a godforsaken state. The only good part of Maryland <laughs> is the eastern shore in Baltimore. I absolutely fucking hate Maryland drivers. 
Go Ravens. Also suck a dick. Um, I, I always thought Maryland is Virginia's New Jersey. It is. Yeah. If train good and car bad. What about bicycles? Bicycles are for assholes. Next. Uh, <laughs> I never, I never learned to ride a bicycle as a kid, and every so often I think, yeah, I'm gonna learn to ride a bike. This is gonna be the year when I when I do that. And then I look outside and I see a cyclist being reduced to a soup-like homogenate by uh, a delivery truck. Uh, like in in the sort of snow slush, and I'm like, hmm, maybe next year. And Liam, tell us about his other cars. It, yes, the van is immortal, and please don't taste of being sick of the van. Give us more van too. I have had in my life a Volvo 850R that I had painted canary yellow because we never got the yellow in the United States. Uh, I cool. sold it. It was the worst mistake I've ever made in my life. Uh, I had a 2000 Jeep Cherokee in black that mm. my dad sold for a dollar. Uh, absolutely fucking tank of a thing. I loved it very much. The four liter straight six is the only engine, the only good engine Chrysler ever made. Uh, and that's only because I got it from AMC. Uh, I had a 2006 <laughs> red Mazda. <laughs> Not 3. a Mopar guy. No, 2006 red Mazda three uh, that I crashed uh, and totaled. I have now a red GTI um, of my cars. The Volvo was my favorite. Uh, because it had the illusion of being safe, and it did 143 when you asked it to. Uh, <laughs> also, in our logo, Roz is the guy with no face. Uh, so, yeah, Roz is the so, subway token. Yeah. Yes. Because the subway token is the thing for Do Not Eat Zero One. To Liam, who is the person you mo- want to punch the most, at least in this life? Probably Pat Toomey. Uh, absolutely. Are, not, are, I mean, are you just going down and answering every single question? No, I'm just looking for Liam, bro. Two hours. Control F Liam. Yeah. To me. To me. To okay. Alice, me. Uh, sorry if this ends up being an uncomfortable question. Open parentheses. Not my intention to do so. Close parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. Comma. Yeah. 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 Again. What was it like transitioning? Um. But no. It's it's weird. Um, if if you want to do it, you should do it. It sucks to do it in a country that's as psychotic about it as Britain is. Uh, also, the other thing is that like it doesn't solve all of the other problems in your life. You're just so like <laughs> you kind of start out before transitioning, and you're like, oh, I'm wearing a shapeless black hoodie. I, I feel crippling gender dysphoria, and I'm super depressed. And then you start transitioning, and you're like, "Well, I'm 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 wearing uh, a nice dress, and I'm like I'm not feeling as much suicidally depressed, and I'm like uh, I'm I'm like I'm not feeling as much gender dysphoria." And then, like a couple of years in, you're like, "Huh, I'm wearing a shapeless black hoodie because that's comfortable. I'm not feeling any gender dysphoria, and I'm still suicidally depressed." It's like. It's so, worth doing, but like, it's so not going to solve everything for you. Is the so thing. Tra- transitioning is just a temporary period of dressing better. Yes, literally, yes. It's a <laughs> it's a period where you like learn to do eye makeup, and then another period where you're like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> It's, it's like if you, if you want it like genuinely right, that's part of the reason why I'm so glad I'm a lesbian, right? It's because like as so much of the like high femme stuff, there's so much fucking work, dude. Do I want to like get nails done? No, I want to cut them short like I was doing before, and just like also not feel crippling gender dysphoria. So that's you know that's that's what it's like. It's cool. It's based. It's poggers. 
based poggers. Yes. Uh, all right. I I have I have taken over. Roz, there's apparently an Australian actor named Justin Rosniak. Which one of you wins in a fight? I looked <laughs> up a picture of the guy, and I was like, I I might be able to take this guy on. I'm not oh, really fighting. Rack but, off me, yeah. fucking you. Bring back uh, elevator. He's, num- he is Australian. He's probably a. Uh, got, probably got like a couple of snakes in the back of his truck or yeah, something. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, snakes. there's a kangaroo a, yeah, fucking around back there. Yeah, he's got a can- Yeah, he's got a kangaroo with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> bring bring back Chris, elevator Chris is, video. Oh, go ahead. Chris is learning Vietnamese for some reason. That's and one of the things, one, yeah, right. And one of the things he told me, apropos of nothing, one day is that the Vietnamese for kangaroo is pouch rat. And I've been thinking yep. about that ever uh, since. It's like, yep, that's a, what a, it is. It's a pouch that's rat. That's an a- accurate description, yes. <laughs> no, I was gonna tell I was gonna talk about uh my paranormal experience. Yes, go. Oh shit. Yeah. So as people may know from Twitter, my heating was out for about five days. Over, yeah. and, uh, and and like the terror, you started to experience delirium from cold. No, no, you know what it was, is I didn't really notice that the cold water was out until just after I was on the podcast with the Trillbillies uh, on Saturday uh, afternoon, right? Um. And and during that podcast, we were talking about Dollywood, uh, and I described the previous attraction that was Dollywood, the Rebel Railroad, uh, and made made a joke about our boys in gray, right, <laughs> <laughs> who come to save the day in that particular attraction, right? And that was right after that was when I noticed, oh, the water's out, the hot water's out, oh, the heat is out too, shit, right? <laughs> so then four days later. I remembered, hmm, I live in a house which is built on the site of Setterly Hospital, <laughs> the largest hospital for the Union uh, Army uh, in the Union, right? And I was like, hmm, what, maybe, maybe I offended some uh, Union war dead, sort of do a, a silent act of contrition there. Uh, and, then like, and then like five minutes later, the hot water came back on. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's probably gin. I probably, yeah. <laughs> How many times have each of you been blackout drunk? And if you were a soup, what kind of soup would you be? How I, many times have I been blackout, blackout drunk? drunk. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Like, yeah, 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 pretty much. Awesome. Like I've only got to go off of these like these Polaroids I've been taking. Like I fuck, I don't know. I want to say like two or three, maybe. It is a list of all the embarrassing things you've done while blackout drunk. Please yeah, recite them to, to do, the crowd. What I have to do is I have to get into like a near death experience so that I get the like life review thing, and then I get to see all of the shit that I did when I was blackout drunk. That so, sounds awful. The, the remind me not to have a uh, near-death experience. Well, statistically, I'll you're going to have, gonna have one. Experience. Is, does it count as a near-death experience if you actually die? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Is it like that's near what you, that's, to somewhere if you're in that's somewhere? Your they should have called what it a near what, what do you see when you die? It's your blooper reel. <laughs> <laughs> I just see a bunch of outtakes of myself, like an old screwball comedy movie. Just like me, like mugging to the camera, like. <laughs> oh, I actually, this is this is gonna be fun. How okay. Liam get on the podcast? I remember the early episodes. He said he just complained at Roz. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You, that's literally what you did. 
a lot of questions asking how this podcast started, which was just as easy to yell at. And so like literally what I did was I was like, Hey, we should start a podcast. And he was like, okay. And then Liam was like, I should be on this podcast. And he was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, You're a very agreeable uh, man. We, we, is the we, thing. We, we should start a podcast. Okay, I'll do all the work. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and like, genuinely, like, I, I'm I'm so happy that that Liam that you bullied him into doing this because the first couple of episodes, like, they weren't funny. Is the thing. Well, um, there, was, there was one. The Silver Bridge was the first. That was the only non-Liam episode. Yeah and, yeah, and it wasn't funny. Like it was, it was okay, but it felt like we hadn't really found our thing yet. Yeah. And all of the comments were justly people who didn't like get the format yet, being mm-hmm. like, "Why is this dumb asshole interrupting the guy that I want to hear, Justin, talking?" And it's like, well, no. The point now of we have the format is that, to do it. Yeah, now yes. that we have two people to do it. You know, it's supposed to happen. And yes. you're like, oh, that's what happens. This is what this is. It's the smart guy getting interrupted by dumb people broadcast. Yes. Oh, I have a good one. Have any of you actually seen the Do Not Eat fanfic? And if so, how would you rate it? I refuse to I have it doesn't not. exist. I have read both I... Do Not Eat fanfics. They're okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Buddy, you, if he is aware of them I'm and refuses to read them. I'm not looking at them. It's fine. No, the one... <sighs> Can I talk about this, or should I just move on? Should I just move on? One of them was published in the goddamn Drexel Literary Anthology. What? Oh, yeah. Which one was that? Was that the one where you got her pregnant, or was that the other one? What? I I have no fucking clue. I have Okay, I guess somebody's gonna start writing fan fiction about me, because I'm starting to feel jealous here. Alright, alright. I will will at least explain the more lore. More lore, baby. Uh, Oh my god. We were still in college. Uh, so this is a while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a person who was enamored with Roz, uh, yes. who wrote some fanfics about him. Uh, in one of which, uh, they had a child. Uh, yes, and mm-hmm. then you aban- as, as 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 far as I recall, you abandoned the child. Uh, <laughs> I abandoned my son, <laughs> just like yes. his dad. He loved trains. That is a line from that fanfic. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, he had your curly brown locks, which, to be fair, Roz has great hair, and he does have very pretty eyes, ladies. Ladies. My what, DMs ladies? are open. Five dollars. <laughs> uh, and the other one, I think, was that you guys were just, like, hooking up on the roof, which was actually a deck, number one. She changed it to roof. <laughs> That's your it objection. Was a deck. It was a deck. <laughs> it's oh the sanctity God. of the deck. Yes. The, 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 the deck at the college apartment was a very special place. Uh, uh, you gotta have a deck. I don't even have a balcony anymore. I had one for like two years uh, when yeah. I moved up to Glasgow from London, and then first time I've had a balcony in my life, because like before that I just had like a stoop, and then like now I don't, and it sucks, and I miss it still. Having a nice stoop would be nice. You could sit there on the stoop, you could be the stoop kid. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was doing in London for like the longest time. It was cool. I there's one 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 thing I don't like about you know like big apartment buildings is there's no outdoor space that you can really use. You know, this is mm-hmm. why like uh, you know I like I like living in row houses and stuff like that because like in a backyard I get a front porch. 
Yeah, the only downside of not having a stoop anymore is like, well, I guess upside, I should say. The only upside is it made me quit smoking because, like, mm. I'm like, I'm not gonna go downstairs to smoke Smart. a cigarette. Smart. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but like back when I could just throw the front door open in summer, uh, I was like smoking a lot. So, uh, maybe it's maybe it's for the best. Oh, all right, hold up. Do, 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 do. Alice, are you ever going to play Kaiserreich on stream? Uh, yeah, probably, I guess. I don't know. Like, I genuinely like it's funny. As much as I like Paradox games, for some reason, I just have no interest in Kaiserreich. Like, people what, keep trying to get me to play it, and I'm just like, I don't, don't want to. Is is that the one where you make all kinds of fucked up countries? I I don't know which yeah, one. Yeah, well, is. like pretty much all paradox games are that, but like it's it's a mod for Hearts of Iron where um the where Germany won World War One, and so the alternate history oh, there is like I I think Britain is communist, France is the one that goes fascist, uh, Russia's still a monarchy, things like that, and you can just kind of fuck around. I, actually, now I'm explaining, and I'm kind of selling myself on it a bit more, so maybe <laughs> I will, but, uh, yeah. So, I so, so Europe developed in the way people thought it would, as opposed yeah, to the way yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah, Like, it, it, it kind of, like, it advances the idea that Germany winning World War One was probably the thing that historically should have happened, uh, which is kind of, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, we fucked it up. Yeah, we, 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 we fucked it up. Yeah, Amer Amer America does it again. <laughs> Just go going back and shooting Lenin for doing the revolution too early in the wrong country and inadvertently skewing the whole course of history off. <laughs> oh, I have a good one. How long does it take on average from deciding we're going to do an episode on X? The episode being published. Always been curious about that. Love the pod. First of all, thank you for the kind words. Second of all, shut up. None of your fucking business. Well, we've had episodes that, no have questions. Sort of, that have just sort of sat in the tank for a while, right? Like, yeah, we, like we it, met, it yeah. depends how interested we are in the subject. Because sometimes one of us will come up with a thing. It's like, hey, do you want to do an episode on this? And we'll record it the next day. Right, yeah. But like other times, we'll just uh, Roz will put a we'll put something out in the group DM like, oh, we should do an episode, and we're like, uh, uh, about yeah, about, about what? Now I don't yeah, want to yeah. say you can go back and tell which ones were the subjects we were interested in and which ones were us like finding something, but uh, you kind of can. Don't mm -hmm. do that though. And there's there's some episodes that were um you know it, it it it's it's relatively easy to research you know you can get it you can get it done real quick um mm -hmm. there's other episodes which are not um yeah we pick some obscure ones and like we really do ourselves no favors yeah so yeah. so like um you know so sometimes it's like uh I don't know I'd say on average maybe six to eight hours to put an episode slides together in terms of actual work. Um, but then, you know, so some of them are much longer, some of them are much shorter. Uh, yeah, we're not, we're not good at, like, keeping this organized. You may have noticed. As yeah. it turns out, yeah. I mean, we're ostensibly a weekly podcast, but we seem to publish about once every ten days. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> Just yeah. to keep them on their toes. Exactly. Uh, someone asked if we'd ever do a, like a, I guess, an anthology episode. 
Uh, I've been pushing for an all Philly episode uh, with like the one Meridian fire just to just to answer mm. that. That, that'd that'd be fun, but I, I feel like we end up doing anthologies anyway. Like the Hindenburg sort of. thing also, we did ends up being the, a, a, the an airships podcast episode. Yes. Like as somebody in the comments pointed out, with no little affection, uh, we we get to the construction of the Hindenburg two hours into a three hour episode. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, because some some of these episodes you can really only format them this way. This is a. Uh... Uh, you know, because sometimes there's just not that much information available, especially where it's like the Hindenburg, and you know the the thing is, it's like what causes thing disaster? Yeah, thing, the thing right. the they, thing blew they, up, and we don't know exactly why. No, I, like if if you want something like that, you can go to like the History Channel and get a documentary that will pad out pretty much those sentences to an hour, but like the, all of it's gonna be padding, so you're gonna like go and talk to a guy who thinks it was aliens or something. Yeah, you're gonna talk to another guy who's like, we did this sophisticated recreation in our secret history channel lab, and they yeah. show a guy popping a balloon with a pin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we used our powerful computer simulation to, to prove that the thing done blowed up. Yes, it blew up as it turns out. Roz, what are your favorite city skyline mods? My favorite city skylines mods. Yes. Uh, you know, my favorite one is actually the one that turns the chirpy into a news ticker and brings back the SimCity three thousand uh, messages on there. Oh fuck, that's really cool. I haven't yeah. seen that one. <laughs> God. I know there's like a lot more really practical good mods out there, but that's just one that I like because I think it's funny. I want to hear messages about broccoli and llamas. <laughs> while I'm uh, playing the game, <laughs> God, I I miss SimCity. Like maybe it was just me, but it was it felt that much more accessible than City Skylines. Because I keep thinking yes. I'm gonna play City Skylines. Yes, absolutely. And then it's like, yeah. oh, it takes sixty five hours to 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 set up, and also you've set it up wrong. So like, yeah. you you want you thought you could specify building styles wrong, wrong, uh, wrong. You 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 know what? One of the things, that, a couple of things that I think made that game feel. Um, I mean, I mean, certainly modded out to Hell City Skylines is very playable, but more as like a city painter, not a city builder. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not really a game by that point. You're using it as like a, a more of a construction set, you know? Yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, one of the things that really did it for SimCity for me, uh, or one of the things I really like about SimCity is the music. They always got real good music in that game. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. They had like a bunch of like really good ambient music. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sometimes God, I put them on, I put that? it on when I'm playing City Skylines. <laughs> you remember the um the SimCity successor they made in between uh SimCity four and the like really shitty online one? SimCity uh, Societies. Yes. Yeah. Right. That was that was that's hauntology to me because like I want that example of like, oh, I can actually kind of do policy that has a visual effect on my city, even in like a, a cartoony sort of way. I can be like, oh yeah, this is this is cop town. Everyone is cops. Um, or like, oh, we're doing solar panels or whatever. And you can actually see the little solar panels show up. You know, I like I like that. I want more of that. But it was like terribly executed as a thing. Oh yeah, like that's, it was not done, and it stripped out all the other game mechanics. Like there's no, there's no like uh, thinking about transportation or mm -hmm. planning. Really, there's no like 
there's like, okay, you, you select some policies and the buildings look different. I'm not dealing with like infrastructure, or yeah, like yeah, pipes, electricity, you know, traditional city bullshit, you know. Yeah, you gotta have the pipes. You have to have the pipes. One of the selling points of that game was like, you won't have to lay pipes anymore. It's like, no, you need to have the pipes. Part of, yeah. part of the city builder is you got to do the work. <laughs> Just googling how to make SimCity 4 work on computer now, as we speak. It's on Steam. Oh shit, does it yeah, run? It's on Steam. Yes. Oh, I think so. Huh. Uh, um, someone, someone asked if we're going to cover Centralia. Yes, we'll get there. That's we'll actually a good there. example of an episode we've wanted to do for a while, but we just sort of, for one reason or another, haven't really gotten around. Yeah, to and that's kind of the answer to any question that's like, will you do X, is, yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Just, like, yeah, we've, we've set ourselves yeah. up for a task that, like, allows for pretty much any conceivable engineering project. We're gonna fucking do it eventually. On a long enough timeline, we will produce your favorite episode. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we 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 will eventually cover every engineering disaster, and then we'll just cycle around to the, the beginning again, and you know, do, do some of the older episodes better, I guess. Yeah. Well, once once we start getting to a point where we have to express episode numbers in standard notation, then yeah. we'll we'll be in a good place. W yeah, WTP episode three point eight times ten to the fifty two is going to be about agriculture, and then we'll run out of disasters. And we we'll have to do Silver Bridge again. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll right. do it. We'll do it yeah. good this time. <laughs> God, please don't go back and listen to Silver Bridge because it's like it wasn't good. It was one of my favorite disasters. Uh, it's a great all, disaster, you know, but the problem disaster, is that like yeah. neither of us had really figured out what we were doing. So mm -hmm. kind of like I'll, mm. I'll answer. Someone has uh, actually. These are two good ones. Uh, mm. What is your advice? What is your advice? Jesus wept. Advice for someone who's unemployed and loves doing technical projects and redneck engineering. But hate staring at dry textbooks for hours on end. Don't go to fucking engineering school. Go to trade. Don't school. join the army. Go to trade yeah. school. Absolutely, yeah, go to tra trade school. Trade school. Like you're clearly, if you want to get a job in this shit, we're actually doing the work. Fucking go to trade school. Come out making ninety G's with no debt. And I cannot stress enough: do not join the military. It is a yeah. thing that, like, they will try to sell you on the second they get wind that you like like any kind of mechanical engineering. A guy will show up to your house and be like, "Hey, kid, do you want to join them?" Don't, no, don't do no, it. They'll don't. say they'll teach you no. a trade that you'll learn that you'll use in civilian life. Don't do no. it. Don't do no, it. They, no. They, they, even if they do teach you the trade, you won't have the qualification. You won't have the certification, so it'll be meaningless. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't join the military. Mm -hmm. All right, that's our favorite big, episode. Big... There's another one. My fa my favorite episode of this. Um. Yeah. Oh boy! You know, it's it's funny. I actually really like. I think the Hindenburg might be the best that's episode we've done. I think I think that's probably right. My personal favorite, the one I'm the most proud of, uh, probably either college or the Protestantism episode. Mm, as just yeah, like, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, what I'm really proud of is Bo Paul. Yeah, Bo Paul was Paul great. Was yeah. I, the reason why I like the Hindenburg one so much is, apart from everything else, is just how good Mia was on it. Like, yes, yes. It, like people in the comments are being like, just, just you know, hire her regularly, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're not splitting the money of. another way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My favorite one we've done so far was actually the Federal Express wreck. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could see that. That was a fun one. Yeah, and it was like a nice kind of clean episode. We got through what we wanted to get through pretty pretty reasonably, I think. Yeah, and 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 no one died, never had a nice time. Atmospheric right. Railway was another good one. Oh, the Atmospheric Railway set up so many like enduring <laughs> bits for us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> America's favorite horse viscera related podcast. Yes. Favorite yeah. and only. Let's see. Uh, if Italy has all the conspiracies oh, yes, going on yes. at the same time, which country is the opposite and has none of the conspiracies going on and is, by extension, really boring? Ooh. It was A country with no conspiracies happening in it. Hmm. You know, I would believe the Netherlands again. Yeah, yeah, everyone honestly that. believes all the shit they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to do Operation Gladio in the Netherlands, and it just didn't work. <laughs> the the people just <laughs> stared at them blankly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can put that right next to the box of tulips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, what 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 other countries like you know? Because I'm thinking mostly European countries is where the conspiracies are going on. Mm. Um, you know, it's kind of like uh, you know what? Uh, it's it's probably it's probably Saudi Arabia because all the bad shit just happens out in the open. Fuck, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is I, I yeah. We don't let women drive. We're an absolute monarchy. We um we murder <laughs> journalists. We um you know we, we 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 depend on selling oil everywhere. You know we. Did you see? I, I think the often passports of migrant workers. Yeah, you know? I, I think often of the Hillary Clinton tweet when Saudi Arabia announced when MBS announced that they were going to let some women drive sometimes, where she posted <laughs> like a, a, a stock photo of the Saudi flag and she was like, "Ladies, start your engines! It's about time!" And it was such a like you've come a long way, baby thing to do for a petro state, <laughs> and it just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> I mean, there, what are the caveats there I, I i there must be caveats on when women I can don't. drive yeah like i believe there are i the one thing i remember is that like um the various islamic authorities and i use that term very loosely of saudi arabia were like no you can't let women drive because all of their organs will fall out from the vibration or they'll get too horny these are equally as bad to us uh, which is real, like going back to like Britain in the eighteen seventies kind of yeah. kind of rhetoric. It's cool. It's unfortunate we've made the women too horny. We have to make sure that the women oh, are not sure. horny because <laughs> we want all um, sexual intercourse to be non-consensual. Yes, I assume that's the logic. I don't. I, I, I think what they did right is they did a very democratic party thing in Saudi Arabia, where they crafted a bipartisan compromise where they let women drive, but they also arrested all the activists who were like, "You should let women drive." That sounds per about right. Perfect centrism. Yeah. Yeah, here we are. The ban, the ban was officially lifted on the 24th of June 2018, while many of the women's rights activists pushing for its, the ban to be lifted remained under detention. Cool. Yeah, 
Yep, they just arrested someone. I forget who, but uh, mm. someone related to the Roz. Is Penn Station the station New York deserves? Listen, old Penn Station is the station New York City deserves. I, I, I make fun, we make fun of New York City on this podcast a lot. Um, you know, and we make fun of trad architecture nerds. I will say the one, the one trad architecture opinion I have is that Penn Station needs to be put up, uh, put back up exactly as it was, and right there is no right. other substitute, um, except for at the, at the platform level, where you're going to make those platforms a bit wider, right? Which you know could be solved with organizational stuff. Um, you know, this is uh, uh, that 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 could be a whole episode right there, demolition of Penn Station. Um, <laughs> uh, what time is it? We are an hour and 44 mm-hmm. in. I don't know when we want to cut it. I would say mm-hmm. around two. Sure. Yeah. Okay, 15 minutes to go. How much do you actually edit out of any given episode? A lot. <laughs> uh, just a all lot. of the, like, actionable federal crimes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, that is usually my standard. I usually, I mean, Thank like you. in a three-hour episode, I might take... An episode that takes three hours to record, I might take ten minutes out at best. This is this is very, this is very. There's a very raw sound of this podcast. <laughs> Uncensored, uncut, unfiltered. No feels, Bo- only reels. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alice, who wins the fight? You or Alice Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> Since I started taking estrogen, anyone wins in a fight with oh, me. Oh, buddy. No, yeah. seriously, it's a, it's a thing, right? Like, not to get too, like, essentialist about this shit, but if you start taking estrogen, even if you start out ripped, right, you will just lose muscle mass like that. Uh, and there's not a lot you can do about it. Like, you can still kind of work out and you can still kind of keep, like, you can keep your cardio up, you can keep your, like, um, like, aerobic fitness up, but like your actual lifting strength is just gonna fucking go. So why people take testosterone as a like um a, a, a supplement for bodybuilding and stuff is that shit helps you lift heavy stuff. It here here my concern is could you get in a fight with Alice Cooper? Because I've heard Alice Cooper is a very nice person in real life. That's all I've Well heard. I mean I, I believe in my ability to provoke anyone into fighting me. <laughs> Yes, your Twitter feed can attest. <laughs> Have any of you ever ridden a pacer or had the yes. joy of riding in a class 153? If yes, so, which yes provider both. of hearing aids do you prefer the most? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, you know, I, I, I didn't ride on them often because, like, I moved straight from the southeast to Glasgow. But like, I've been in in up up north, which is south of me, uh, a few times, and and ridden paces in those times. And uh, my my answer is, if you go for like a, a Senna hearing protection, these are a Senna Music Pro. They work really well against the tinnitus that I genuinely have, and I will attribute to the pacers. <laughs> I have never ridden a pacer. I want to. I, I have seen a pacer. You're too late. They've they've decommissioned the last of them in um in 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 England. I think. I think they might still have them in Wales. I've seen one pacer in my life. It is at the Connecticut Trolley Museum in yeah. Windsor Locks. 
They got the uh, they got the old SEPTA pacer. Hell that yeah! Ran for like a week. <laughs> I think they I think they traded it for a small steam locomotive. Cowards! Oh, uh, yeah, I Cowards. know. Right? I was like, I would I would have kept the, the steam locomotive. Box. The ship yeah. boxes are funny. People are going to be very mad that that question lumped in pacers and super sprinters, though. Like they're, they're not as the sprinters aren't as bad. They're, they're still how bad. Talk, how would you even know? You can't hear them anymore. <laughs> that look, is true. I'm, I'm yeah. If you ride this... the pacer first, then it just obliterates all it's, hearing. It's like it's, it's like, like one like... of those like super high ABV. It's it's a pallet destroyer, <laughs> but for your ears. This is, this is not. I'm I'm looking at what a class one five three super sprinter is, and I'm like, this is not the image that comes to mind when I think super sprinter. No. Right? <laughs> so British Rail, British Rail had this branding that they were going to do for like local services like this. That was a British Rail sprinter, and they had a cool logo, which was like the British Rail like a uh, double arrow thing forming a track with a guy sprinting on it. And like these were going to be these new modern things that were going to keep the the branch lines that didn't get killed by uh, by beaching alive, and everybody fucking hates them. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it. I I, I understand like the, the, the I, I guess they must they they must have some good acceleration, but not mm. a great top speed, which I guess would make sense for that kind of kind of service. But of course, right. they seem to be diesel. I am now looking at a picture of one with a seagull perched on top of it um, <laughs> at Bristol Temple Mead Station. Cool. Uh, oh. And and it 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 it. I don't know. I I I don't believe. I don't believe these things can sprint. I, I just I just don't see it. You, if you want to go that fast super. with something that that uh, that blunt ended, you need electricity. Um, <laughs> yeah, this brick that we fitted a diesel engine into. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure it accelerates very fast, but it's still a subway train. Um, <laughs> I think sprinters were also bus bodies too originally. I oh, could God. be wrong, but I think <laughs> they might have been. Still hear me? I moved the mic a little bit. Yeah, it's still kind of quiet though. Yeah, is this any better? Yeah, much. We should Great. get you a mic stand. We should chip in to get you a I, mic stand. I have a mic stand. I just Liam don't have it with me. I I I was gonna try and figure out how to get Liam a good mic stand for for being in an undisclosed location. Thank but you. Amazon was down. Oh, oh boy! Yeah. Oh, can't say that on the podcast. Bleep out that whole sentence. Uh, oh, I tried to get Liam yeah. a mic stand because he's in, but the but it was down. Yeah, you know the super sprinter named after Pamela Anderson. Why? I just, oh, I'm just looking. God. I just saw on the Wikipedia that um, there's some units have received names, and a one five three three six nine nice is uh, is Pamela Anderson. Oh, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Hmm. Justin, as somebody who also attended Drexel University and studied Sorry. civil engineering. I feel like the program honestly taught me nothing about civil engineering. Will you please please validate my no. fear that I have wasted literally one hundred thousand dollars? I would say yes. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, one of the things that I, I don't understand about civil engineering education is I think you know one one of the things you should learn in civil engineering education. You know, the, the equations are good. 
you know, the, the, the concepts of, um, you know, how to design certain kinds of structures in an abstract sense, you know, this is good. Right. But you really get through, especially undergraduate civil engineering with a series of unrelated concepts about like foundations and structural steel and stuff. But you have no idea. You can't look at a building and say, OK, it's probably built this way. You, you, you don't know. You know a lot about structure. You know a lot of math. You don't know how to put up a building. Right. What, what you've got to do is you've got to go back to the 19th century thing where you go to West Point to learn all of this stuff yes. and then immediately resign. Yes. Start Honestly, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's a better system. But I was like, that was back when, you know, basically everyone could figure out, okay, here's how you build a house. You, you put up some brick walls, you put some joists in, boom, done. Uh, <laughs> you know, today, today, you know, you'd look at, you'd look at something like that at, you know, people can't comprehend of the idea with uh, of uh, brick walls with joists framing into them, right? It's totally foreign, <laughs> foreign <laughs> concept of, of of these very simple structures. I, I, I and I feel like no know, knowing how like existing structures are put up is is like good good knowledge to have to help you understand more specific technical concepts. You know. I, 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 I never understood why, like when I went to Drexel university, like what, what did they do? The first, the, the, the first year they had you make Lego robots. Cool. As, as a, <laughs> which was cool. Yeah. I had, I second remember year, that. I remember that. Second year we did financial engineering, <laughs> which was a stock market game. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, I was on a team, uh, which, you know, completely ignored all the normal uh, uh, accepted strategies, which was invest in tech stocks, and I invested in uh, railroads, banks, and oil companies. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, you're playing uh, a tycoon game. Yeah, and we came in third because <laughs> tech stocks <laughs> did really badly that quarter. <laughs> third year, you seem to start to come into like some actual engineering concepts but i'm like I, i'm i've been at this college for three years i've done two co-ops at this point and it's like i've learned a lot more on co-op than anything else which is you know how buildings are put up uh <laughs> which i think is like a large a large part of civil engineering is how buildings are put up and how roads and railroads are put together and bridges and tunnels and stuff like that and it's like it, they they don't start there, which I think would be a smart place to start. You know, you don't really start with the fun stuff either. I mean, I understand it's supposed to be a weeder course, but you know, the, the first, which I think is honestly like in in this age of education costing as much as it does, weeder courses are immoral. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm I'm going to especially with everything else you treat it like a business. You want yeah treat it like a business. So like just pass me by your own logic. Yeah, I'm going to pay forty thousand dollars to come to the school to learn civil engineering, and they're going to shove me through I don't know calculus three, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna drop out, and I'm gonna be forty thousand dollars in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) I understand if like education were like a public good and you didn't have any financial downside, you know, then maybe, you know, let's only take the smart guys. But right now it's like people are taking out these huge loans 
to go to do STEM education, right? Um, you know, it's, it's, and you can't just, you know, you're condemning people to debt with no useful education. If you have these weeder courses, you know, maybe, maybe you should just, uh, maybe you should just, uh, structure your course. So, you know, your basic dumb guy can come in and say, Hey, I, I, I can become an engineer <laughs> if I apply myself moderately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's no there's no room for like mediocrity anymore, which sucks. You you want some guy who can just build a building competently and isn't gonna like set the world on fire, you know? Right. I just yeah, wanna be exactly. a guy. Just wanna be a dude, you know? Yeah, I just wanna be a dude <laughs> hanging out. I just wanna be a guy being a dude, yeah. That's right. Mm. I might have to time soon. Dinner we got time is... for one more, I think. Yes. Okay. What is? We need a good one for the last one. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, Alice, can you print a Pennsylvania Secret Service card <laughs> for my groundhog? <laughs> 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 just putting putting my head in my hands <sighs> just weeping to yourself that's right that's right hmm. what are your favorite fictional engineering disasters towering inferno it's mm. cool it was based on reality though uh, does that count well mm. what? okay yeah, 9-11 <laughs> well, bye, everybody. <laughs> well, all right. That's a good enough place to end it, as any. Yeah. <laughs> I'm All Alice right. Caldwell Kelly. This is Justin Rosniak, and this is Jean Baudrillard. Yes. Oh, we 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 will be recording. Say, I don't know what's next. What's mm -hmm. next? Steam what locomotive next? bonus episode. We're gonna we're gonna try and do that maybe this weekend. Uh, yeah. Let me know. Uh, I should be able to do that. Okay, and then yeah, we should have a couple of a couple of good ones coming up in early January. After that, and a, but but first the Comaneros. Yes, obviously. Next is the Comaneros. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. I All gotta right. go eat. So on and so okay. forth. Yeah, it's fun. We should do this more often. Yeah, we'll yeah. do this for episode hundred. But we'll we'll tell the audience what questions to ask this time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll, exactly. tell, we'll just tell them. We're pre-screening the questions. That's right. Yeah. I hope you're all feeling very parasocial now. Yes, exactly. Don't if you come to my house and try to I'll talk to me, I will shoot you. Right. Castle doctrine. Castle yeah. medicine, baby. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>